This week on Tech Garage, we speak to Zimcode, an initiative that's preparing the next generation for the fourth industrial revolution. The first industrial revolution used water and steam power to mechanize production. The second industrial revolution used electric power to create mass production. The third industrial revolution used electronics and information technology to automate this production. We are now just entering the fourth industrial revolution, whereby it's bringing together the digital, the physical, and the biological aspects all together. With that in mind, there are initiatives that are spotting around the city of Bulawayo and the country. And one such organization is Zimcode. We sat down with this talented group of youngsters, and this is what they had to say. Um, okay, um, Zimcode, this is a non-profit organization that was um, founded by a guy called Alvin Chitena. From, uh, was in the States right now, and we teach Python programming to high school students, right? So, like, we select students from uh, schools around Blawayo. We are still located in Blawayo. We haven't yet um, branched to other places. So we, are, we teach high school students Python programming, and we also teach other things to other people that we help for free. Yeah, so that's mostly, basically, that what Zimcode is and what we do. Um, our vision at Zimcode, right, uh, we would want that maybe in the next coming even five years would have reached out to as many schools as we can even in the remote areas so we would want to teach even the, the people from those places maybe in, in the rural areas would want them to start the learning code right we have uh, coding clubs at schools right where we get to have like teachers students and even people from other places coming to meet and because we actually have um, reach outs every time every month we go to schools and we talk about code and the opportunities that are out there when you do code, right? So what we do actually, we, um, we have our own equipment, like we've got laptops that we use for our lessons. So we go out there, we've got something that we would have made or other children from maybe the previous, um, the previous group for me from last year or the other year that they would have made um, some projects, right? So we actually take those projects with us and some of the things that we actually do and some of the things some examples that we have acquired from somewhere. So we take them to the coding clubs and actually show them what they could be able to do on their own and what they could be able to build on their own. So then people tend to get, uh, to get interested since it's free and also they are also given everything, the Wi-Fi and also the computers, it's all free. So that's how we get to have the students that come and learn at some code. The first thing that we want to see is the willingness to learn, that zest for knowledge, to learn something that might every day help. Because every day we meet code. I was teaching kids in the introductory course on how code is everything we do, from our phones to robots and stuff like that. As long as people are interested in knowing how the whole thing works, that is the basic thing that you want them to have, that passion to learn. Right. And our meeting process really isn't that hard. Most of the time we look for schools that will have shown potential and are willing to partner with us and giving us their kids to come, even during holidays and school days, to come and learn code from us. Because usually we have uh, four lessons per week. Right? We have one for Monday, that's for group one. We professor the students on, on Tuesday, rather. And the other one we have on Wednesday, and the other one on Thursday. And then we have where, on Saturday, where we have the kids coming out throughout the day, but on different times. So the ones that come on Monday will come from 8 to 11, 
and those who come on, rather, the ones that come on Tuesday will come from 8 to 11. The ones that come from uh, Wednesday will come from 11 to 2, and the other the kids that come from Thursday come from 2 to 5. That's how we try to space them out. The, uh, the schools that we've been working with are in Blawayo, we've been working with Mpopoma, Mziligazi, Premier High School, and um, Luveve High School. So these are the only schools that we've been working with. But we've been also selecting, we've got, we've got our tutors that we train. Like at, before the beginning of the program, we're also, because we've got a team of more than 80 people right now. So we've been sele we select our tutors from any background, or we don't really have a critical of people that we choose. So we just select people from any school or any place that would want to start and teaching and learning code. So, yeah. But we're also partnered with the Ghana Code, we're also partnered with the NAST University and also the Wesleyan University in the United States. Yeah. Particularly we're trying to partner uh, with the Minister of Education because we realize that what we do is also contributing to the goal of having knowledge disseminated. So our primary partner now will be the schools that we're dealing with. But also interested parties we're looking at maybe uh, individuals uh, for example, our founder, Alvin, his university was actually willing to you know, sponsor some of the activities and where we fail to live financially, they can pitch in and try to, to assist us in the smooth running of the organization. It started when I was in lower six. Um, they actually were looking for students to join the Zimcode program. Like, it was the beginning of the Zimcode program. So we're the first group to actually go for Zimcode. So they came to us and they were like, um, we're looking for people to teach programming to. And then we were like, ah, but we're doing arts, so how can you teach programming to arts people? And then they were like, it's not really about what you do, but it's about your passion and your willingness to learn. So we're actually willing to learn. And the majority of the people who were doing uh, programming at Zimcode were from the arts class. We had about two or three people from sciences only, and two people maybe from commercials. So we actually learned that programming is not about um, whether you're doing arts or you're doing commercials or any, any such thing, it's about what you're passionate about. Um, so our, our program is 12 weeks long. It's divided into three sections. Uh, after every four weeks, we usually have a test. So this test is just an assessment to see where they are and how they're performing and if there are certain areas that we need to emphasize on. Um, and um, particularly when it comes to uh, our timing, we usually time towards June so that it, it falls into August at least mid or at least early August we'll be done with our, our program. The, the language that we teach it's very human interactive right so Python is um, mostly most of the things that we teach in Python it's English related it's not complicated right. Python is such an interesting language it's not a language that requires um, much tech savvy if you get what I'm saying but it's a program that you know even someone who is not exactly scientific in nature they can still be able to learn and use it this is why we opted to use Python because it was easier for our students to teach and for the student to understand because basically the way we are talking is the same way that Python attempts to simulate when writing code. Bra I have a brother 
who did IT at Nawai uh, Polytechnic. So I asked him about oh, what's happening actually, or what can you do in order to create games. And then he told me that there's something called programming. There are languages that you have to follow. And then uh, he showed me just a syntax of creating a website uh, using this HTML and uh, a little bit of CSS. And then from there on, I advanced uh, to Python uh, on my own. And then uh, I soon found out that there was Zim code. So and it was cheap. And then that's why I decided to choose Zim code. This is the 21st century where we are talking about ICTs and technologies not going back. So creating of softwares is one of the major uh, tasks which students are supposed to be able to do. Currently, we've got our A-level students. We don't have computing at the moment, but we want to introduce it. From Form 1 up to Form 4, they are supposed to learn programming, and they are doing it under computer science. So I think Zimcode's initiative is really welcome, and it's valid, especially to the new curriculum, because they are also supposed to create projects where they are supposed to create softwares of their own. So as a result, I think them being able to create software using programming, I think it helps them a lot. And in their learning areas, in each and every subject, they are supposed to see a gap within the education system, and then they create softwares which suit whatever subject is being done at school. Okay. Even if they go out there at the university, it will help them a lot because they are in different areas, subject areas. They'll be doing whatever they do, maybe accounting, they can create softwares for accounting. Those for medicine, they can also create softwares there in, under health department, so it helps them. Why are there fewer girls doing computer science subjects in school? Why are women underrepresented in the programming field? It is said that there are no female role models to look up to. Since you cannot be what you cannot see, you tend to give up easily. Luckily, organizations like Zimcode are working to close the gender gap by giving girls the skills and competence they need to pursue a career in coding. Let's just call it a moment whereby in this generation, girls are realizing too that there's, there's nothing that can stop them, they can do what guys do. Even in class, you can even look at how they participate in some of the girls. They're actually more vicious, if I may say, than the boys themselves. And that, that's what makes the Zimcode more interesting. That's what makes it a, a wonderful organization because uh, in, in as much as well, Zimbabwe society is mostly chauvinistic, but in our platform, we try to offer equal opportunities without preference to uh, agenda, per se. And even when they come to class, we have certain activities that promote you know, girls who are participating more in, in, in class, which is what makes, in my own view, Zimcode an interesting place to be at and to actually interact with these kids who are so much zealous to learn. Um, I think girls are a bit timid towards programming because I think they assume that it's something hard and only boys can do it, but my advice to all those girls out there is to go for it. If you feel like you have a passion for programming, you should just go for it. Don't let um, like the stereotypical views put you down. If you're really passionate about what you want to do, you should just go for it. Yeah, many people find it weird, like you're a girl doing computers, programming, all that stuff. But where we're going, we're really computers. And uh, as a lady, I believe I can also do what men can do. Uh, 
when uh, when we do programming with girls, uh, I think that's a good idea because I think uh, there's a little bit imbalance in the cyber in the cyber space whereby women are lacking too much. So I think if we could just uh, balance the gap, it would be fine. Coding is often considered a bit nerdy for teenagers. It is self-taught by the studios. Teaching yourself something that should really be covered in school is like doing extra homework. Why do you do it? Who does that? But why? These are some of the questions the students at Zimcode get from their peers. Um, I'm uh, friends. I'm actually when I'm coming here, I'm learning like a king, like he cyber terrorism, changing my friends through the net and stuff like that. But it's not true. And he, most of my friends are laughing at me when I come here. And those like my other friends, my mama, we are asalayamad. I was just like, I'm wasting my time coming here, but I know what I came here for, like in coding. And I know in future I am, coding is a code. And co in Tawamaya, which is like a computers, programming and coding, like a era SIE, because that's not the because they have the main constituents here of our lives, so it's a corner part. Yeah, we come about to manage it, coding. My friends, they are mostly encouraging me to like to go further with programming because I can be something in the future by doing programming. Welcome to the Tate Garage. So, we'll take a look at what happened in Tate this week. Okay, so you know how WhatsApp is always snitching on you about something or another, right? So, they've taken their snitching levels up another notch. They decided to notify us when a message has been forwarded. So, if I happen to send you a message and I have taken it from someone else, like forwarded it from someone else, WhatsApp will let you know that this message is from so-and-so. Weird, right? So basically, it's just telling on you that this message is not yours, but it's been taken from somebody else. Okay? Yeah. The weirdness just keeps getting worse. So, on to the next thing. So guys, apparently our president has an app. Like, his own app. I'm not sure yet if it's available on Google Play Store. I will check it out. But this app will give you direct news from the president himself. So in the app, you will have a part where he's telling you about himself, his team, and any other further developments that he would let you know about to all his followers. So you know how when you're downloading an app, right, you have to allow or disallow permissions, right? So then in the app, it will need access to your exact location, access to your contacts, and access to your media files. Creepy, right? Yeah. And the last thing, apparently Potras has reduced its tariffs. Great, because they're becoming a little bit expensive. So the data has gone down, the data rate has gone down from 12.5 cents to 5 cents, excluding tax. So if you're a math person, you do the math. And it should take you right back to about 7 cents, I think. Please. And the interconnection rate for making calls has been reduced from 4 cents a minute two cents a minute, so calling your friends and family should be cheaper now. 
Okay, guys, that's it for take this week. See you next time. Next time on the Tech Garage, we examine the role of digital media, the process of technology adoption and strategic use by parties, individual candidates, and the crowd for the upcoming harmonized 2018 elections, which are just two weeks away. Tech Garage, we speak to Zimcode, an initiative that's preparing the next generation.